I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. Good to have you here this week. Uh, you know, some of you may know uh, Chad Robichaud. He's been on our program. He's a great organization called the Mighty Oaks Foundation, and he did not do that by himself. Uh, one of the co-founders is with me today. Her name is Susanna Stallnecker, and she has a devotional out that uh, really has done a lot for military families, uh, but you know, the principles are biblical. They apply to all of us. And so no matter where you're at, uh, this will encourage you today. However, if you know someone who is in the military, a, a military wife, family, uh, you might want to hit that share button and let them know that, hey, here's something that uh, will bless you today. The devotional is called Shield of Faith. So you can kind of get a little of the connotation there. But, you know, that's, a, that's just a biblical thing. The Bible has a lot of sort of military imagery uh, spiritual warfare, you know, a f mighty fortress, all these sorts of things. And so it, it helps us understand what we're up against in this life and how to overcome. So if you're uh, watching this live, we invite you to be a part of the conversation. Chat is open on the chat enabled channels. Susanna, great to have you on Life Today Live. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Um, give me a little bit of background as to your role with the Mighty Oaks Foundation and what kind of led up to the culmination of, of putting this devotional together? Um, so my role within the Mighty Oaks Foundation is I'm the Women's Programs Director uh, for Mighty Oaks. And what that means is I just run um, kind of the women's side um, of our programs. And so we offer uh, five-day programs for uh, women who are in the military, uh, female veterans, uh, spouses, um, as well as first responders um, and spouses of first responders. And so we do have a pretty wide uh, reach as far as uh, that goes with our women. So um, I just run those programs um, on our women's side. And um, when they come to us for those five days, we basically just take them through a series of classes that are more just kind of life. Um, you know, we talk about post-traumatic stress, we talk about marriage, but it is more just about living the life that's pleasing to God and being the woman that God created us to be. And so um, really that's kind of what we present to them. And so we do have the opportunity throughout the week to present the gospel to them as well. And so um, really everything that we talk about is Bible-based. And uh, so we have the opportunity to do that as well. And so that's kind of um, at the very beginning of my involvement with Mighty Oaks, um, I was part of the team that started the women's program. And so now then I've been able to transition into um, just running the programs. And um, I feel like that just kind of opened the door for me to be able to write this devotional is just um, uh, my husband, Jeremy, and I were in full time ministry before we um, came along with Mighty Oaks and before that he was in the military. And so just having the military experience, the ministry experience um, just really kind of prepared us uh, to be able to minister to um, the people that come to us. Um, in our programs and the people that we kind of get to come in contact with through some of the events that we're a part of with Mighty Oaks. Yeah. And so that really just kind of led up to uh, this kind of, um, this devotional yeah, sure. <laughs> and putting some of these kind of thoughts in place. And um, um, yeah, that's just kind of how that came to be. What What are some of the biggest struggles uh, facing the the families of those who serve? 
Um, hmm. That really, honestly, that's some of what I took into consideration when I put together this devotional because I, I put myself in their shoes and just kind of remembering what it was like to be um, a military spouse, but also trying to, uh, you know, raise a family, um, taking care of the house, taking care of the kids while my husband's away, um, really try to put myself kind of back in that place, but also knowing uh, the kind of people that um, now I minister to some of the things that they're struggling with as well that might be um, maybe more magnified now because of the times in which we live are different now than when my husband was in the military. And so really that those are the themes in a lot of the book um, in the devotional that I wrote, um, just to kind of address some of those things and to help give some uh, spiritual encouragement uh, through those times. And so I would say um, there's a lot of um, anxiety and a lot of fear mm -hmm. that comes with being a military spouse. Uh, I would say being a military family, um, especially like I said, in the times in which we're living right now, um, there's just a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of unknowns. And so I would say that is a uh, huge for um, a military family, especially as they're leading up to a deployment or a time of separation, yeah. um, because there's so many unknowns in our world today. So I would say probably fear and anxiety are probably some of the more common things. And even trickling down to the kids are starting to kind of leading up to a deployment, uh, really starting to feel that I feel like a lot sooner out, it seems like. Yeah. You know, it's, it's wild because that makes sense in a military setting to me, right? You know, the separation and you're going off to, to fight. It's very, very dangerous. But, but if you look at our culture in general right now, the number one people thing that people are dealing with is fear and anxiety. It's true. You know, yes. so it's yes. wild. I mean, so, I mean, what, the scripture applies not just to, to those who are in a very highly hazardous occupation, if you will, mm -hmm. but across, no matter no matter where you're at, I, I'm I'm curious. I can imagine that. Well, there are a few occupations that, if you're in, a lot of the scripture would seem to really tie to. Maybe if I was a farmer, I would get a lot of the parables, you know, uh, mm -hmm. or a, a shepherd. There's certainly a lot of things I would understand scripturally if I was a shepherd. Right. The other big one, I think, would be military, because there's yeah. a lot of sort of military imagery in the scripture. Uh, do you find that that people kind of maybe get it uh, who are they understand what a shield is for? You know, yeah. they understand the importance of weapons and things like that. Do, do they connect seem to connect with it? Um, it definitely seems like it. Yes, especially when you're you know, I kind of closed out uh, my devotional the very last it's December 31st, the very last entry is um, entitled Shield of Faith mm -hmm. and really focusing on Ephesians chapter six, specifically verse 16, where it's basically says above all, um, taking the shield of faith wherewith, wherewith you're gonna be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. And really, um, I would say specifically that talking about the armor of God uh, really resonates with uh, military mm -hmm. uh, members um also family members because they're very familiar with uh what it takes to really things that you have to put on to prepare for battle and you know obviously the spiritual component of that is there are things that we have to put on to go into spiritual battle and so comparing the two it resonates really well when you're speaking to military um, even when we're talking about fear and anxiety and reading about the life of david 
and all the things that he experienced. You know, he was a warrior and he went into battle multiple times, but at the same time dealt with a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, mm -hmm. depression. And um, so many of the Psalms that were written by him kind of speak to that. So even, you know, when you're talking to someone who is struggling with depression, um, anxiety, that is in the military or even is a family member pointing back to the Psalms and even just saying, you know, here's this warrior, David, who we look up to as this really amazing military leader. And he struggled with the same things. And so it becomes very relatable mm -hmm. uh, when you just kind of share with them and it makes the Bible um, almost seem more real and personal, like it was written to them and how we can look at people in the Bible who have struggled in those same ways and um, read about their struggles and read about the things, you know, that they brought to God in those struggles. And so it is definitely, I would say the imagery um, as a military service member, family member is very relatable for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and and that's kind of cool because I, I, that, that I can't, I'm, I'm not military. I have friends who, who are obviously, but you're, to me, it seems like when you're deployed, uh, your loved one is deployed or in, you know, seeing combat in, in battle. It, one thing that could be beneficial is that it strips away a lot of concerns that most people go through life with and really get you down to core issues. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so there's some clarity, I think, that can come from that. But obviously there's a lot of uh there's a lot of negative that can come with that too. Um, what, what do you, what do you walk through with the people? Are you, are, are, put on, how do I, how should I put this? Are you dealing with people who are really struggling with the hard things or are you dealing with a, a wider group um, that is just, you know, in a military scenario, whether it's deployment or, you know, station here, things like that on call. Uh, where do where do you tend to minister the most? What type of people? Um, oh goodness, what I'm thinking about um, specifically our women's program. Uh, it's such a wide range of yeah. people that we have. So now uh, we've kind of grown to the point that at any one of our five day sessions, it's probably half uh, veterans or uh, active duty service members and half as spouses. Sometimes the service member is also the spouse. And so, um, you know, a woman can be serving and her husband is also serving. And so um, it's such a wide range of kind of things that people are dealing with that come to us. So it could be the really hard things like trying to, uh, wanting to save their marriage, hmm. um, you know, dealing with uh, suicidal thoughts and tendencies and those kinds of things. And then it could also just be the struggle of uh, what to do with the back and forth of multiple deployments, then coming home, mm -hmm. trying to get back into like a routine and then having to go back. And so it's just such a, we do deal with really a wide range of uh, issues that they're, they're dealing with. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering, cause I know, I know the military family is large and, and people are different phases. Um, where do you find them most receptive Honestly, it is really because of the women that we have on our team are all women who have been through our program yeah. um, and also are either have served themselves um, in the military 
or uh, as a first responder um, or we're a military spouse. And so because we're kind of all speaking from when we teach classes, um, share testimonies, we break out into small groups. And so each one of our leaders is able to kind of lead a discussion time, uh, really because we're speaking from a heart of having been there, um, that um, kind of breaks down a lot of walls and a lot of barriers that um, some of the ladies might have as they're coming to us of maybe being in that place where they feel like they're um, all alone or no one feels like what it's like to be in my situation. And then you bring them to us where there it's a room full of women who are pretty much all kind of knowing what it feels like to be in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. But then they're also hearing from women who have been in that situation. And so I would say like the first day of, if you're talking specifically to our program, um, the first day that they're with us, those walls kind of start to break down and they become very uh, receptive. And, you know, we hear things like, I didn't think this could be for me, but I really now know that I'm in the right place. Um, also speaking from the perspective of just even, I mean, I've had one-on-one -on -one conversations with uh, military uh, wives at our church and um, we go to church um, right by our church is really close to Camp Pendleton in California. And so we have a lot of military families that go to our church. Sure. And so I have really often the opportunity to be able to talk to them in areas where they're struggling. And so just knowing that the person they're talking to has been where they are really just opens up just a, a response and allows them to be very receptive to kind of what you would have to say. That's very interesting because, uh, you know, even outside the military, people think nobody understands. They, they yes. don't, you know, nobody can relate. Nobody's been where I've been. And yet God has a way of weaving people together to say, mm -hmm. no, I've, I've put people around who can help you, who, who can yes. understand. They actually can, you know, empathize with you and relate to your experiences. I, I want to, so let me show people the devotional again. This is Shield of Faith, uh, Susanna Stalnecker's devotional, 365 daily devotions uh, for military families. So if you know someone in the military, a great gift for them, some encouragement. Uh, but yet these are these, these are themes that, that apply just so wide to so many of us. You hit a lot of areas, um, you know, faith, strength, victory, things like that. Um, anxiety. There's one that I'm, I'm curious how sort of how this plays and how this relates. And this is idea of contentment because mm -hmm. one of the most difficult places to be sort of content, I would think would be in a military situation, you know, with the deployments, with the separation, with, uh, not always, you know, you're under chain of command and you may not like it, you know? So contentment seems like that would be a struggle at times. Um, I know it would for me, it's probably why I never went into the military. Uh, <laughs> they probably would have booted me out or beat me down quickly. Um, but talk to us a little bit about how that relates in scripture and in the setting that you're ministering in. Yeah, I picked that topic in the devotional because I feel like generally speaking, and you've kind of said this a few times that the topics in this devotional are so broad mm -hmm. um, that they can apply to families. It's, you know, not just military families, but families. Right. I have actually given this to my friends, people that, who are not in the military, and I just tell them, like, it's fine. <laughs> I promise this is for you, too. And so, you know, contentment, I feel like, is such a thing that um, most of us struggle with at times in our lives or all the time. And it's really difficult for us to uh, 
a lot of times be okay with where we are, especially when there's a lot of change happening yeah. and maybe things that are out of our control. And um, where do you find that place of contentment? And so I wanted to address that in this devotional and just kind of give some encouragement for that, because like you said, as a military family, especially um, that's a struggle because like you said, you're kind of part of a chain of command and you pretty much have to go where they tell you, um, live where they tell you. <laughs> yeah. And you might have you know, a couple of choices here. If you live on base, they might give you, you could either live here or there, <laughs> this house or that house. Yeah. And you know, it's just kind of, so there's not a lot of choices in that way. And so uh, contentment, um, I feel is, can be a struggle there. And so I wanna just include some scriptures that would be, and some thoughts that would be an encouragement um, in that area, especially, uh, for military families, because I think it's so important, generally speaking, to find our contentment and our joy in in Christ and where he has placed us. And just as long as we are following the path that he has directed us on, that we can be content knowing that we are right where we're supposed to be. And so as we're seeking him, as we're praying and asking for his guidance, and obviously, you know, if someone's in the military and they are um, a person of faith, they have put their faith in Christ, um, this is what maybe they feel like the calling that God has for them. And so wherever he places them within that, we can find such great contentment because we can rest in the fact of knowing, just reminding ourselves that God has placed me in this, on this path for a reason and for a purpose. And I can find contentment in that, even though my circumstances might be, <laughs> might not be all that I wish they were, sure. um, I can still find contentment in the fact that God has placed me, uh, where he wants me and when he wants me there. Yeah, that that's hard for a lot of us to to really grasp uh, mm -hmm. when, especially yes. when the circumstances aren't what we would choose. Are any of these themes uh, more personal to you? Maybe something that you've had to deal with. Um, I would say probably the topic of identity. Um, that's uh, one of the months, I forgot which month it is, but um, one of the months, the topic is identity. And um, that to me personally has been something that I have uh, struggled with in my life. My role has changed quite a few times, um, you know, in my life is, you know, from being a young married uh, to a, uh, a Marine and then a mom and then a uh, ministry leader and just so many things over over time, my role has changed. And so a lot of times it's really easy to find our identity in our role. Um, you know, I'm a pastor's wife, I'm a military wife, I, you know, am a mom. And so we tend to really um, cling to that role with forgetting that we are someone who God has created for a specific purpose in mind for, for mm -hmm. us. And so that's something that really I have um, had to come to a point in my life. And I would say still probably deal with on a daily basis um, or on a regular basis, I should say, is continuing to find my identity in Christ and who he has created me to be. And it's just easy to lose that in life. And especially as things change and as our roles change, and that's something that has been personal to me, um, which would be one of the reasons I put it yeah, sure. <laughs> emotional. Well, so. I mean, you know, really, if you think about it, it's core to all the things you're talking about, because when we understand identity, then we understand where our strength comes from. One of your themes, we understand our victory is in, in Christ, you know, and who we are, uh, it, it allays our anxiety and fear when we are no, we know that we are, uh, a child of the most high. You know, so, right. I mean, I really, I, I mean, you, I think you could argue that identity is at the foundation of most, if not all of these other issues. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I can see, 
you know, it, it's interesting because the military, they, they understand a lot of things that we don't necessarily get in civilian life that I, to me, it, it could position them to really understand the spiritual aspect in a sharper way. You know, um, unity would be one thing because we get real fragmented out here in the church, you know, with our denominations and our some disagreements yeah. and or we just kind of isolate, you know, but we're supposed to be a, a body, you know, many parts of one body. Well, that's something that the military gets the importance of, you know, because it's life or death. Um, the, even the idea of accepting each other with our differences because we're a part of a singular body, you know. Uh, and then, of course, having that one goal in mind. Uh, and, and sometimes, again, you know, in the church, especially, we get we get a little scattered maybe in our priorities. Uh, you know, we forget that we are in a spiritual war. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the obvious one of, of evil being a real force, you don't have to convince many people in the military, at least those active duty, they've seen some some really awful things out there. Uh, and they understand that the evil does exist. Uh, whereas, you know, in our day to day coffee shops and nice little office and, mm-hmm. you know, soccer games or whatever with the kids, you, you can tend to forget that, no, there is an enemy out there that wants to destroy us. Um, mm-hmm. the, where do you see sort of the hope in the situations that you're ministering in and, and, because, you know, it is difficult at times. Um, are you seeing that, that they're experiencing the hope and, and the joy and the, the future and, and applying these biblical lessons to their difficult circumstances? For the most part, yes, definitely. It's really uh, something that is so... Um, it's just a, such a huge blessing um, when we are able to minister to, speaking specifically now of our women's program through Mighty Oaks, where we're able to minister to, um, it's a pretty good number of ladies um, throughout the year and really just giving them that message of hope and message of healing that can only come through Jesus Christ. Mm. And it's honestly amazing to me how many people we have come to us who have not um, yet in their lives heard a clear gospel presentation. Wow. And that has been really maybe surprising to me. Um, but because of that, and we're able to kind of deliver that message, uh, there's so much hope that comes with that. And especially if someone has not maybe heard it before, or heard it very clearly like that before. And once they understand that there is healing found in Christ and through a relationship with him, we can grow and we can kind of get to the other side of our struggles and maybe the trauma and some of those things that we're dealing with. And there is so much hope in that, that there's hope for a future, that there's hope for um, healing. And uh, there there really is that. And so the response that we have seen um, because of that message has uh, been overwhelming and really just been able to see ladies um, change their marriages, mm. change their lives. And um, it just has been really just amazing to see the power of uh, the gospel and the power of spreading that message and the hope that it can that it can bring. So we have really seen amazing things because of that. Uh, you know, I'm so glad that you, that you and your husband and Robo shows are there in, in that space because, you know, we hear, we hear the, 
the sad stories of those who come back and, and don't find their place in society, struggle with PTSD, end up taking their own lives, sadly, too often. Mm-hmm. Uh, the work you're doing is, is just so beautiful and necessary. I want to show people the website. This is uh, Mighty Oaks programs.org so if you want to follow up with uh, any of that with Susanna specifically or you know resources for uh, military families please do that and tell us about the imperfect show on YouTube that you do with your husband yes so um, my Oaks foundation does have a YouTube channel so um, if you would like to see any of our content any of our media um, you can go ahead and visit our YouTube channel. Um, but my husband and I have actually put together some videos as well. And we do a show together called The Imperfect Show. And that is uh, on that YouTube channel as well. And it's just a place for the two of us to come together. And we talk about uh, different things. We talk about relationships. We talk about uh, kids. We talk about maybe military life. But a lot of the things that we talk about are just kind of like life things Mm -hmm. and so maybe um things that we as christian people living in the world today um and we called it the imperfect show because no one's perfect and we're all just trying to live this life as imperfect people um and so we um really just bring those kinds of issues to that and we just have a discussion about it in front of the camera like we might in our kitchen (laughs) and so um that's that's really what that show is all about very cool i love it uh i love the resources uh for military and frankly if, if you know someone that just has an appreciation, maybe they like, uh, you know, the, uh, what are those, all those comic book movies where people are fighting. I mean, honestly, I could see this porting over to someone who just likes sort of the action genre to go, okay, because you're, you're talking about shields and conquering evil and victory in faith and all these, these themes that they're biblical and they apply. Uh, check out the devotional shield of faith. It'd be a great gift for, for anyone, but especially for those in the military that need some hope and encouragement. Uh, and again, Susanna, I appreciate all that you guys are doing to, to help, you know, those who put their lives on the line for the rest of us here in the country. Uh, is there anything you want to add before I let you go? I appreciate your time today. Yeah, thank you. No, I just mostly just, I appreciate you having me on and, you know, always a great opportunity just to share the hope and healing that can be found in Christ. So I appreciate you allowing me to just share a few things about my devotional and just um, Mighty Oaks in general. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I appreciate it. And if you know anybody, anyone in the military that needs a little encouragement, uh, either pick up the devotional for them, Shield of Faith, Susanna Stallnecker, or uh, hit share, or both. Uh, okay, thank you, Judy. Sorry, some good chat here on the chat. I appreciate you guys who do watch live and chat. Always fun. <laughs> if you haven't followed or subscribed or liked, uh, please do that as well. And we'll, we'll bring you some more encouragement, some more uh, hope, some more interesting things, whatever I can dig up. I've got some good ones coming up, by the way, including Chad Robichaud later this month. So we'll see a little more Mighty Oaks on Life Today Live. Appreciate you being here. We'll see you again next time.